Hey, y'all, it's Flowers. Thank you very much for making the choice to download this episode of YLab with Brandon Stansel. It means the world to me that you've made the decision to share a little bit of your day or night with us today. And whether you're driving in your car or walking your dog or whatever you're doing, when you decide to listen to your podcast, thanks for making the choice today to spend it with us. Brandon is a dear friend that I've met out in Los Angeles many years ago, and we have been intertwined in music and friends for a while now. Uh, he's got a lot of cool stuff coming up, and you'll hear in this episode about some of the projects that he's got coming up in the future, but also about the things that he's doing right now, which is releasing new music. And you can check out all of Brandon's music at brandonstancel.com. Everything that is Brandon, you can find there. He's had a great, great run the last couple of years. It's excited to have him in YLab. And to be honest with you, he's just a really fun, cool guy. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Get dialed in, get to know Brandon. And again, thank you very much for making the choice to share some time with us today. So without further ado, Mr. Brandon Stansel. Thank you, and thank you, and thank you to anybody that decided to make the choice to tune in to YLab podcast today. I'm your host, Michael Flowers. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Brandon Stansel. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me. He needs no introduction. Well, uh, but you're, you got to do it anyway. It's a part of your shtick. Brandon is a recording artist, musician, writer, musician, singer. All the things. Uh, creative side also has a real balance to his life um, that he runs his business and I wear many hats including has, this one has worn many hats <laughs> and and today we have found a little bit of time to connect with one another so I'm very grateful that you're here to share why lab is a, is a safe place for two people to sit down and uncover a few layers and be a little vulnerable and just dig into I'm excited. I'm here. You know, spending some time together, so I'm yeah. stoked that you're here. Um, well, thanks for having me. There's a lot of stuff going on in your life. Yes. So let's jump into some of the coolest. We were just talking when you showed up about my mom leaving yesterday. Yeah. Shed a tear a little bit from her mom. I know. Because I was emotional last night. I had to sit at home and watch the debates and cry a little bit. Yeah. You know what? I didn't watch the debates last night, but I got all the recaps this morning. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's a... It's not only a crazy time yeah. in my own personal life, but just a crazy time in the world. So there's lots going on. Well, I wanted to start with my mother because you were so kind to invite us to your single release yeah. party yeah. that streamed live on YouTube. Uh, so I wouldn't mind just starting there and unpacking that night a little bit. It was super special. And my mom and I both walked away just feeling very grateful um, that we got to participate. And we're in awe of your talent and the way that you and your band just pulled that off. So thank you so much. Well, thanks for coming. Man. It was such a fun night. Yeah. I had never done anything like that before. Really? But no, well, not a live stream like that where it's like, you know, it's like if you if you like really fuck something up, it's like <laughs> in a small group setting, you're like, okay, only 20 people saw this, not the internet, right? <laughs> so, who, so it's very different. It's a, Ryan, it's a was, diff Ryan was doing it on the, his phone? Uh, so my manager Ryan was yeah. recording it on his phone. It wasn't like, it, um, so the quality wasn't like exceptional or anything. Some friends of mine were actually going to film it. Um, some friends of ours were going to yeah. film it, but there wasn't like a 
they needed a special part oh, okay. to connect their camera to their computer. And they were like, it's only $400. And I was like, okay, I won't be purchasing that. <laughs> so Brandon got to live stream his new single um, last Friday. Last so Friday. Th that was yeah. a week ago. Yeah, a week, a week Wait, ago. Today's Thursday, yeah. So that was a week ago. Yeah, we did. We had to do a one-hour show. Um, and uh, it's kind of like a celebration to yeah. the single release that yeah. um, came out on Friday last week. And uh, it's just one of many. So I have a song coming out every month for the entire year. And then at the end of the year, we'll package it as a full record. So um, there's, if, if it's going to feel like every few weeks, there's yeah. a, another, another thing coming up. So that's kind of it's the, exciting though the era we're in yeah but it's fun streaming and so uh at the show i got to do a lot of the new stuff because yeah. a lot of it's already written and yeah. kind of mapped out so yeah. um it was the single release for the song that came out um called i just want you to be happy but there then we go. it was also um a chance for me to get to do a bunch of new stuff that's coming out yeah so yeah. for anybody that's listening brandon stancil again i mentioned musician recording artist singer he uh, recently has a lot of new music coming out. Yeah. And if you know or don't know about Brandon, uh, he's had quite a journey the last couple of years and is very open and honest with his songwriting, has a really strong connection with his fans. And it's really cool to see you doing some, a format like this where you're staying connected and kind of getting out of your comfort zone. So I, I applaud you on that. That was It was a lot of fun. Kind of scary. It's definitely my, <laughs> I feel like, you know, years ago, I've always loved live performing ever since I was a little kid. You know, yeah. I started doing it when I was six, but I got out of it for a while, yeah. um, especially when I started writing music. So it took me a while to like jump back in to really kind of like honing, honing the live show. Um, and I love it. It's yeah. so fun. Um, I think, you know, uh, I was nervous at first, you know, a few years ago, but now I feel like it's one of, one of the, my most fun things that I get to do. Well, I, I definitely had a few favorites from Friday. Okay. I will say that um, I love that you started with not the the release and <laughs> was it just the one previous or yeah that, okay yeah so it was like uh, top the second the second song is the release <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> just the last one I did uh, but the song the third song right after that I don't know is that an original is that something that so that that well, was the only cover I did great yeah. the only song he liked from the show is the one only no, one I didn't write <laughs> that's the one I had that's the one I hadn't recognized before yeah. really that I was kind of like this sounds a little bit different yeah um, so that's so a, it's unique yeah sure. it's it's um it's a, a song that uh, Louis Tomlinson just released in December. Oh, okay. For all you One Direction fans out there, um, it's a little bit of a different version. So my buddy Cole. Uh, co-wrote that song that's right um and uh he and i co-wrote a song that's coming out later this year okay so it was kind of a fun tie-in um and i just love the song so you had a few of your co-writer friends i kind of teed that up wondering if one of them was there that wrote it but now i remember you saying that yeah no a, a couple friends came to the show yeah. who i've been writing with recently and um they cool. it's always it's always fun to see um you know people in the audience that helped you like craft the song um, and kind of you leave the session not really knowing how the, I think the artist is going to like interpret it or like bring it to life. And so mm. I, I, they, I ended up doing a bunch of the stuff that we've written recently. And, and so I think it was fun for them to kind of see how, um, the songs get introduced and yeah. like talked about and then, you know, actually performed. So have you always gotten that. into songwriting groups or have you been doing that more recently? Um, I've been, I think, I think majority of my stuff I've co-written at okay. least. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just it's just more fun um, like that, so it well, makes the well, that... <laughs> makes the sessions more fun because <laughs> there's more people. There. I was gonna ask you why <laughs> you're like, well, it's more fun. Flowers, yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, it's just more fun. There's just well, there's a lot there. of people that you know are on from an artistic side that get introverted and and spend time alone and then share and then sort of move in that direction. You seem to be of the kind that just is always collaborating and. And, I like it. I've yeah. written stuff by myself, um, and I, you know, I do. Uh, yeah. I think that typically uh, my better stuff is co-written. Oh. Um, it's always fun to just bounce stuff off of people. So, but yeah. you know, get everything. You know, yeah, I'm open to whatever. Well, let's circle back to again the Friday night and move into the the title of the song again. I just want you to be happy. Yeah, is a recent. Right. And a co-write, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's some personal stuff that you're. I mean, mo most yeah. of my stuff is pretty, yeah. uh, very recent, personal yeah. to me. Yeah. So the song is about a breakup that I went through yeah. about three months ago, um, and uh, I wanted to write something, but I wasn't really sure what was gonna come out. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm really happy and proud that this was the song that came. Um, because, you know, I think despite how hard it was going through that breakup, uh, at the end of the day, I, I was losing someone that I still loved very much and I cared mm -hmm. uh, a lot about. And, um, I think more than I cared about, you know, my circumstance, I just, I cared about him as a person. So, um, that's kind of what the song was, was that, um, at the end of the day, I just want him to find happiness that he's looking for. So, um, yeah, so I was really, I'm really proud of that one. Proud um, of that. and put it out on Valentine's day. <laughs> <laughs> music release day, Friday day. Yeah. A lot of crazy music yeah. came out on the 14th. R write your breakup song and put it out on Val Valentine's day. It's just, Do, a have you always <laughs> connected with music? That's been something about your, that you've gone through with your life and have, because you tend to write a lot about. Well, uh, I think I stick to the the motto of write what you know, uh, yes, and yeah. that's what I know. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I've kind of always written from personal experience, but yeah. it seems to work in a weird <laughs> way. <laughs> well, if you go into a uh, writing session tomorrow morning, what would be the theme of a song that you would be writing with somebody <laughs> if you were co-writing? Oh what's what's happening right now that that would come up in a writing session? Well, you know, I I haven't. It's it's so interesting, like just the beginnings of sessions like that, yeah. because you really never unless you come in with an idea, like really like it's like no know. holds bar, like everyone comes in with something and then you know i think it's fun like tossing things out and figuring out something that everyone's passionate about yeah. writing so that's really fun but uh i just i just had a birthday on monday and then i, I had a session a few days before that and we right. ended up closing almost closing the show with this on friday but um just got to like reflect on that a little bit and kind of where i am in my life and yeah. the fact that i was i turning 33 and <laughs> not really um I would say at the place in my there that I thought I would be at 33 um, and uh, and kind of all the reasons why I think that um, good and bad. Uh, and uh, that, so that's what we ended up writing with. And I yeah. love the song. And um, you didn't not you did not play it on Friday. I did. Oh, you did. Yeah. Were you at the show? Yeah. But <laughs> was this the song that was like when I'm 33? Yeah. Oh, OK. Because yeah. I'm like, there was a song you wrote yeah. about 33. And then the pun before you wrote it, you were like, mm -hmm. well, I don't get to play it for a couple of days. I know. I, was, yeah. I, uh, I said we were so, we were so dumb yeah. to call this because yeah. it's uh, uh, so we were so dumb to pen this song because it has a shelf life of what, like what three, it, four by days? By the time I'm 33, what was the catch again? I'm sorry. Uh, almost 33. Oh, almost yeah, 33. yeah. I'm not where I thought I'd be at almost 33. Why do you say it like that? You well, no, I think away. it's I think it's good and bad. Um, yeah. So I think it's swing. I think that door swings both ways because I think, you know, whenever you are, I mean, I typically do this around my birthday, but it's like a reflective time, like what you've accomplished in the past year, what you haven't. Oh man. Um, you know, things that have. Uh, you know, come to fruition, things that haven't. Um, but it was funny writing the song because, you know, I think it's really easy to look at what you haven't accomplished. Um, and uh, I have a lot of those. <laughs> but I have things that I didn't expect at this stage in my life either. You know, I grew up um, LGBTQ in the South and... Um, being gay was the absolute worst thing that you could possibly be. Yeah. And so I never imagined myself, one, being an out person. Um, I never imagined myself to be someone that other people looked to for any kind of inspiration or courage as an out or queer person. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, those things have found me. Um, <laughs> and I'm really grateful for them. Um, yeah. But that's not where I thought I'd be at this time in my life. Oh, interesting. Um, so I, you know, we talked a lot about kind of how that, yeah. how that pendulum swings both ways. Um, and like I said, I think it's easy to think about the kind of the first half of that, but maybe it doesn't come as easy to us to think about the second half. Um, but yeah, I'm really proud of that one, and I'm excited to release it uh, later this year. 
What's the next? So you, you've got something coming up you're trying to do month, mm -hmm. monthly? Yeah. So we have a song coming out every month. So the next release is March 20th. Oh, sweet. Um, it's a song called Supposed to Be. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I wrote it a, a little over a year ago. Um, and uh, the next few releases all tie into a project that I'm working on without TV. It's a documentary about my life. Yes. Um, that is... Uh, that sounds so. <laughs> it's about me. <laughs> Documented about my life. Pause. Uh, uh, yeah, so we're like, doing that. Who the hell wants to watch that? Uh, no, it, it kind of started out as like more of like a broad scope yeah. sort of thing, um, and then kind of more narrowed into um, it just being more of kind of this bio pick thing. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, you know, it's because it it's it, it was about my life, but it was also about queer people in country music. And, yeah. you know, we interviewed a bunch of people like my friend Cody Allen at CMT, my friend Shelly Fairchild, Ty Herndon, like those people um, to get their perspective. And then also um, just kind of like a state of the union of where like things are for people like us in a genre like that. Um, a reality check kind of thing. Yeah, yeah just kind I of. Mean, um, this is what's up. Yeah. So that was that is a part of the documentary, cool. but it's not the whole piece. Yeah. Uh, one one piece of it is, you know, I um, I played my hometown for the first time, and I'd never done that before. Um, so when was that? That was in October. Oh my god! So uh, all of that's kind of crammed in there. Uh, yeah. I'm really excited about it, but my hope is that um, that people will get to see my story and realize yeah. two things: one, that um, this is kind of where all the music comes from and where my inspiration has come from. And kind of my journey is that I had this, you know, pretty terrible coming out experience. But on the other side of that, despite how hard it was, I'm thankful for it because it made me who I am and I'm proud yeah. of that person. But also that what happened to me is being replicated again and again and again and kids all across this country and across this world. Um, and it doesn't have to be that way. And so that's part of my hope that, um, that people will see the documentary and yeah. help me figure out a way to break this stupid cycle. Um, and, uh, the people that have gone through that similar experience will find some sort of healing yeah. or, um, uh, you know, just encouragement for, you know, feeling like they're not maybe as alone as they feel. Get the content out there, brother. Yeah. I so mean, yeah, that's I'm what excited. It's all about. <laughs> so all that to back up. <laughs> uh, to when is rewind. that? Since, um, when's it coming out? So it doesn't have a release date yet. Oh, okay. okay. Um, but uh, your editor was there the other night. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but more than likely in the summer. Awesome. Um, but all that to say is the next few releases are all songs that are in the documentary. Oh. Um, so it's kind of like the music bed four, which is really exciting. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's going to be great. So the documentary will come out eventually. Yep. The songs will be released periodically throughout yep. the spring, summer, fall-ish. Yep. Yep. And when you'll know, you'll know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, we don't know. <laughs> right now, we just don't have a date. <laughs> right. But things are happening. Yeah. Um, but it's all exciting. It's all Man. good stuff. That's great. Well, I... I be uh, remiss not to address your hat because <laughs> no. thanks for telling me he's like come over and be on my podcast and I'm like okay cool I'm just like on my way to the I gym I love you Brandon I love you so much you <laughs> Dude, my up. podcast that is also has a visual that goes with well, it well I, I wanted to bring this up because you're one of the strongest freaking kids I know um, and you take your regiment and your fitness super serious and I would be again I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up it's one of those hats right it's a hat joke it's one of those but, hats but hey you're a badass I mean you're and, and you're very and every afternoon you're, you've got your workout partners and you're at the gym and uh, Brandon and I met at Brick CrossFit that's mm -hmm. our history together yep. and I would say we go back Ooh. I've been there six five six years five or six yeah. years oh goodness I know it's crazy jeez bro yeah I mean mm, man I, I fell into CrossFit mostly because it's like the the sport that you, you know, 
can talk through. <laughs> <laughs> the sport, yeah. You could cross the workouts, are, the workouts the are usually you can cross. The, <laughs> the workouts are typically pretty short, and then the rest is just people <laughs> just yammer into each other. I'm like, that's the sport I want to do. That's your, that's your new shirt. Coffee, just, oh. coffee and CrossFit, and the sport you can. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, but anyway, I love I love it. I I've been doing it for a long time now, and. Yeah. Where uh, my crew and I follow the Misfit Athletics yeah. training program. We always we have been doing that for Lord four years now. Well, that was so. that was gonna tee up that question. Yeah, like how long have you been doing this? It's the yeah. same program. It's uh, well, we moved into the masters division. <laughs> <laughs> You're of the age now. I'm or... not of the age. I just <laughs> oh my I, God. it just got to where the regular. Misfit training program was calling for snatches at 225 in wads. And I said, um, this is not for me anymore. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. That's some serious stuff. Dude. That's not for me. That's no. like, that's not for me. 225 <laughs> pound snatches. And for those in, that are. In a, in a workout. Just yeah. casually. Just doing two or three. Yeah, I know. Just rep them out. Yeah. I'm, no. <laughs> For those of us that are not on video, Brandon and I both are a uh, are under six feet. Yeah, we're and, a small uh, breed. We're we're probably both under a couple two hundred pounds. Oh, you know, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm barely scratching one sixty right now. If I'm lucky. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, I've lost some weight. The last couple of weeks have been have been pretty tough to be to be brutally honest. Yeah. Um, life just gives you a little bit of everything, and. Um, but never more than you can handle. Never more than you can handle. You know, that is a very good uh, transitional way to take a break. <laughs> um, we touched on a lot of things on the first 20 minutes here, Brandon. It was super exciting if we're all over the place. But, um, you know, we are both going through some life stuff. So it'd be cool. I don't know what kind of other practices you have besides your fitness regimen. Uh, we haven't talked about religion or anything like that. But um, when we come back, let's jump into some of the things we do to kind of help, help ourselves even get through the day. Sounds um, good to me. And stay focused. So I, I'm, I'm your host, Michael Flowers. I'm here with a good friend of mine, Brandon Stansel, first half of Y-Lab. And we're going to go check on our dogs in the back. Because <laughs> we'll be back in a little bit. Thank you.
Hey, thank you for making it through the front half of YLab with Brandon Stansel and myself. A couple of things real quick. I would like to ask if you could also go to your streaming platform where you're downloading this episode and give this podcast a rate and review. Gives me some feedback on what's going on out there with you all and helps me understand what you like and you don't. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so where I am hosting this at anchor.fm backslash YLab backslash support. That's anchor.fm backslash YLab backslash support. And you can donate monthly and do whatever you like. So if you feel so inclined, I'd really appreciate it. Here comes the second half of Brandon Stansel. Thank you very much. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, so welcome back, everybody, uh, to the back half of Y Lab. I'm your host, Michael Flowers. I'm here with Brandon Stansel. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> and uh, we talked about a lot of things in the first half. And one of the things I wanted to bring up and unpack a little bit now is just some real life stuff. And as, as musicians um, and artists and creative, we're blessed because music chose us and we get to use that as a tool to be creative and get our stuff out so does it sure yeah but there's also a lot of other things that t- it takes to, in the tool bag to get through the good and the bad and to stay humble and whatever the words are that you want to use and so I kind of wanted to open that up since you just you know you're going through a breakup you wrote a song there's obviously you know some stuff happening um, in your life and are there any other types of, I don't know, meditation, breathing, spirituality, something that you delve into that helps you get through stuff? Uh, so I'm I'm a pretty, like, type A person. Um, <laughs> what does that uh, mean as just, an answer? Well, I, it means this. Um, if I, I kind of, especially when I know that I am, when I am struggling through something personally, um, I try to just kind of better organize my life and my day so that I don't have to think too much through it. Um, and I can just kind of check things off um, and just kind of put myself on autopilot for a little while. And and um, I know that that's kind of what I did at the tail end of last year. That and I just ended up getting horribly sick with the flu. <laughs> oh, wow. There you go. So that'll, you know, knock you down for a little while. So time heals but, all wounds. Um no, it doesn't, but um, it's something that I use as a coping mechanism. Mm. Um, I just kind of, I never don't have things to do, so the laundry list is always long, um, but when I'm going through something tough, I end up um, just being, uh, I guess, a, a more... Um, Productive person. Yes. Yeah. Uh, version yeah. of myself because yeah. um, it allows me to turn my brain off, yeah. really. Um, and so that's, it's kind of, <clears throat> I don't know, it's probably not the <laughs> healthiest form of of repair, but yeah. um, it's what I tend to do um, yeah. and what I've done for a long time now. Um, but uh, yeah, and, and I'm just actually starting to get into doing some some more like meditating stuff it um and more just like finding quiet and alone times uh for me which is something i used to do a lot as a as a like a teen early adult but i don't do a ton anymore um but something i'm i'm refinding especially now that i live alone (laughs) yeah it kind of forces you to deal with yourself Uh, and your mind and yeah well you brought up your your teen and and kids and stuff and being a kid and uh you grew up in the south i not so south as you, but Oklahoma's pretty pretty, pretty darn close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what you know, what was it like, man? I mean, you sh- you share your story pretty openly about you know coming out and growing up in a in a confined environment. Um, what were some of the greatest times that you remember? You know, in comparison to some of those struggles that you could share with us. 
Um, I mean, I had a pretty idyllic childhood. Yeah. Uh, I grew up on a farm just outside of Chattanooga. Parents, um, brother, sister. I don't, I don't. Parents. I have four brothers and sisters. Four brothers. So there's five okay. of us. Jeez. I'm the fourth of five. Um, we were all very close in age, and we were all really close growing up. Um, how, how much is the variance? There, my oldest sister, I think, is five or six years older than I am, and my baby sister is a year and a half younger than oh, I am. Oh goodness! So you are I packed mean, in there. We're packed in there. So, um, so we were all really close growing up. Um, we had a uh, like we had a. You have your own basketball team. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we could form a team. Um, I couldn't, do but it. it was great, you know. And I had a, I really did have a great childhood, and I had great parents, and um, they cared a lot about me, and yeah. um, they just didn't want a gay son, yeah. um, and they didn't know what to do with me when I came out, um, and so, but you know, growing up was great, um, and you know. Uh, it, I had a lot. I have a lot of great memories of that. Um, but it's also, you know, you're we're from a small town. Like you only know what you know. Yeah. And a lot of it is just taught to you by, you know, religious leaders um, who also don't know what yeah. they don't know. Um, and so, that's, being, that's a really good point out there for <laughs> any of the kids that are listening. <laughs> but it's just like, um, you know, and looking back on it, it's just like even listening. Even thinking back onto some of the things I was taught in church, it is just it just makes no sense. Being gay was talked about as just being as the absolute worst thing that you could be. Yeah, an absolute worst thing that you could do. Um, but yet people were getting divorced left, right, and sideways, and no one blinked an eye. Right. So, but it, so it was just very odd as to why this like particular. Yeah, this particular trait that, or this particular thing that this religious community saw as being bad, um, was it was like the the bad things were put on degrees of yeah. how severe they were. Yeah, um, and I just happened to get the worst one. <laughs> I can, well, I, I can I can only imagine. But it just I, it just yeah. makes no sense, you know, yeah. right? So it's yeah. just like. Um, because I think that in one breath, these people would tell you, you know, a sin is a sin or like, you know, these things there, there are, there is no degree of bad. Um, yeah. But in another breath, they would tell you, um, you know, that these things are like they could live with having a friend who's a divorce, but not with a brother that's gay. Um so it's, it's very hypocritical. Yeah, well, and it's it makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, I I'm always open to like conversation with people, but yeah. um, you know, I'm much more comfortable in and who I am now, and yeah. um, and uh, so it I think it makes the conversation easier yeah. now uh, because a lot of the emotion is taken out of it, but um, it's still really tough, yeah. you know, so. But all that relate. rewind, rewind, rewind because I had a great childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I, you know, I, I ask about family and stuff a lot because I have a small family. It's just me and my sister. Uh-huh. Uh, neither one of us have kids. My mom was just out here visiting. She was widowed early when we were kids. And uh, I, I digress. Our dogs are out back and <laughs> yeah. they're just howling up a storm. They both know. have a, like separation anxiety. I know. Right he now. is just going crazy out there. <laughs> What's the irony of talking about family? And- <laughs> Uh, hometown where we grew up and then our kids are out back yeah, I know. screaming at us I like know. oh my god dad what are you doing oh my god blue's hilarious you, you made the podcast yeah blue. thanks buddy <laughs> well i i ask again about childhood because i know that um you know large families growing up in the south all that stuff is just centered around you know everybody kind of doing things a certain way and and your story is certainly um unique to, to to that area, but not so unique to the world. And that's, I really was glad that you, you know, were sharing all the good and the bad parts of it, because that's what this podcast is kind of about too. Like I'm just sort of starting to reach and get out to other, you know, extensions. And part of what I want to make sure we're doing is sharing good quality content for people to connect with. And it's not just fluff that's out there to try to get your attention. This isn't marketed or anything um toward any certain type of group of people it's really just sharing things that are important trying to connect with people and and hopefully 
people can resonate with a little bit of what you're saying or yeah. we're saying and talking about today. So or I what appreciate you're singing. You. Yeah. Or what you're singing. <laughs> and that's, man, that's really, you know, we did talk about a lot of things in the first of the podcast and I, I will digress for a minute to just reiterate, you know, Brandon is, is extremely open here sitting in a chair and talking about it, but he's also very open in his music. And if you've never heard any of his music, now's a good time <laughs> to take a plug and transition into a little bit of, you never do that because you're not like, you never push yourself. So let me ask you to share with the listeners your Instagram and and where they can find your music. All stuff my like stuff's that. at brandonstancel.com. Um, it's a one-stop shop. Everything you need and probably even didn't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's brandonstancel.com with two L's. Two L's. At the end. And you can find merch. That's pretty cool merch. You got some cool stuff. Uh, you can find all of his music. You can stream all of his music on Spotify and, and iTunes and, and I mean, or you could buy it. Or you, you know, could buy it. Where, you know, you could download it. Where do you even buy that? iTunes. That's that's where you buy it, right? <laughs> you can buy it on Amazon. You can buy it on iTunes. Or you can stream it. <laughs> <laughs> it's better for young artists not to stream. Please, so. please buy it. I can't buy- stand being poor anymore. <laughs> so go to brandonstancel.com and I'm sure there's a link to buy his uh his album or the singles that are coming out and his albums you have two full-length albums is that yeah i have uh an ep a full-length record and then the rest have been singles an ep uh yeah well you mentioned it earlier and i'd be kind of stupid not to bring it up because you mentioned cody allen's name and is it cmt right yeah is that right cody allen cmt um brandon was it is its hometown right that was the very first lgbt Q, I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I think you're good. Video, uh, country music video that aired on CMT. So we're going to circle back and do a big freaking congratulations uh, to Brandon you. again. It's one of those things that I, <laughs> when you brought up things that kind of came into your life, and you were talking about your birthday and things that you reflect on that happened, I would think that that is oh, something yeah. that, like, wow. Never, never. I mean, wow. I think that falls into that same yeah. category too. Like, I just... I um, didn't see myself as being that person. It was the first queer themed video they'd ever done. There are other, mm-hmm. obviously, other um, queer people that had had videos on CMT. Shelley Wright, Ty Hearn, and my friend Harper Gray had had video had a video in rotation when Home uh, Hometown premiered. But this was the first time that someone got to see a queer story unfold, yeah. um, and it, you know, it was about my coming out and what that was like. Um, and for someone, you know, it's, it's, you were saying earlier, we're just like, you know, sharing stories and hoping that someone can relate or like get something out of it. Um, and that's what the whole genre of country music is anyway. It's the best. Um, but it's just been so different for people like me because if you're a writer or, or an artist, you know, um, or both, um, we were always told, don't tell your story. Don't be honest about who you are um and uh so it's a real shift that's happened over the past you know two to three years where a genre as buttoned up as country music is starting to open its doors to you know people like brandy carlisle and Mm -hmm. advocates like casey musgraves and um queer artists um who weren't having careers and then decided to come out when they felt like their careers were stable enough, yeah. but had music out um, for the first time as as they were, you know, out yeah. queer people. So <clears throat> it's very different. Um, and I'm really proud to be a part of it. Um, yeah. You know, just kind of a drop in the bucket. Yeah. Again, when you brought the things earlier about your birthday, I was kind of just giggling inside. I was like, I wonder if he, as a kid, ever thought that he would be the first. No, uh, God, no, <laughs> never. <laughs> I really didn't. I mean, again, like I keep going back to this, but the worst thing that you could be, you know? So it was like, not only did I not imagine it and think, wow, I, I don't think I could ever do that, but I don't want to do that. Like no. I wouldn't want to do that, you know? So and so to see, I don't know, to be looking back at how different my life is, again, in good and, and you know, in these different ways, um, it's kind of nuts. Um, yeah, well, I mean, as a kid, we have those dreams and 
uninfluenced or unpressurized from the environment or I mean you get to a point then you start getting the influence by the people that don't know what they don't know and there's all these conflicting confusing things that make sense and don't make sense but the earliest part of when music came into your life and you, what did you like why like why music is it just something that made you just happy. Mm, yeah. I heard Amy Grant's baby, baby. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> my mom loves you even more now. Oh my God. I really did. It's so crazy. I heard that song. I went out and bought her record. I'd never bought a CD, uh, bought a CD or tape. Yeah. I bought a tape. Amy Grant. And, um, oh it was the first thing that I ever like owned as a five year, I was four or five. Um, and then my mom, it was the first concert that I ever went to. My mom took me to go see her. Um, I have a picture. It's like one of the only like pictures of me that I have in my house. But I have a picture of me at four years old with Amy Grant at the Heart and Motion tour. Um, she is the reason that I started singing. So a few years ago when I was playing this concert at CMA Fest and um, ran into Vince Gill in the hallway. And I was like, I, I just have to say that you are probably my favorite male country voice um and have been forever i was like male. yeah like you're <laughs> my favorite like you know guy singer right you say that how is that a better way to say that dude um because i don't i listen to female country yeah. <laughs> um but um i was like but it was your wife that inspired me to start singing um yeah and it was just something about that song and about her that um I don't know. It just called me into this crazy world, hmm, but I'm glad I, I did. That. Yeah. Weird, huh? Amy Grant, so how, <laughs> where, do you remember when you first heard it or where you were? So I heard it at a talent show. Uh, <laughs> and so it wasn't even her singing it. It was someone singing to a track of like, you know, like a karaoke tape of her singing that song, uh, you know, of, of, of that song. So, um, and then, then I went out and got the record but um, you know, it was just something about that intro, that that little. <laughs> Amy Grant. It was so good. <laughs> you know, I, I was actually it, now that we were tailing off on this question, I kind of got stuck in my head. I was like, God, how, how would I answer that question? And um, I recently wrote a little piece of copy about this saxophone that came into my life when I was a kid. But I also remember coming back on like a it was a church youth ski trip or something i think i was in like eighth or ninth grade and uh somebody had given me a walkman like a sony walkman with a devo tape and oh. i remember listening to i mean that's probably i dated myself just now uh but i remember listening to this devo tape over and over for about eight hours straight and then i just something got me i was just trying to memorize every little piece of every little instrument of every little music i'm like my brain is crazy but my mom was like you just sat there for six hour straight that's great back and forth that's so fun that. so yeah i just kind of i don't know that that I, they were my favorite band or anything but i just recall that that moment was just such a weird introspective into music and hearing you talk about listening and hearing that amy amy graham for the first time yeah just popped, i know pop that memory up for me um well man I, I i i love reminiscing about all the things music in your life because there's there's so much that i don't even we, we didn't even touch on a lot, but it's... Probably for the best. Probably, well, <laughs> you've had a great couple of years, and I, I wish you, you continued, you know, upward trend on everything. And I'm, I'm just happy to be a close witness and help any way I can. But we're kind of winding down. And what I like to do at the end of the podcast is something called the final four. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, hold on. Hold, yeah, hold on to your, <laughs> your, your chair straps. Uh, it's just a final four questions. Oh, I, know, right. I know I asked a lot of questions, but you could do a little rapid fire. Okay. Which is you shoot. maybe one word or one sentence or less. I got you. Here we go. Final we four, go. Brandon Stansel. Hit me. Dun, 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 dun. First question. What is the least expensive thing you couldn't do without? The least expensive thing I couldn't do without the little brush in my sink that I wash dishes with. <laughs> <laughs> and I still think I paid too much for it. Hit me. <laughs> that, that might be the best answer I've ever heard. This is supposed to be rapid fire. Come oh on. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Okay, question number two. Uh, 
What do you think makes a person the most attractive and how do you rank on that scale? Um, so I think I'm attracted to people's humor and their teeth. Weird. I love people with just like gorgeous smiles. I don't know. It's a weird thing, <laughs> but I'm in. <laughs> what? How do you rank? How do I rank? Um, I think I'm pretty damn funny, but I think <laughs> sometimes I smile and I look like the Crypt Keeper. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <laughs> that's a description of the ranking <laughs> swings weird ways okay. okay question number three what's the last thing that you lied about mm. uh, the last thing that I lied about was that oh god I don't know this is a this is a hard one the last thing that I lied about um Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh, um, <laughs> I love that you, your giggle's hilarious. Um, I I had to go take Blue to the um <laughs> to the vet, and they charge you if if you just cancel last minute. And I said I told my I asked myself how I could get them to feel really really bad for me so that they oh, wouldn't charge yeah. me. So I thought I told them someone had died. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, we had a sudden death. And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. <laughs> it's like, I'll follow up for an appointment later. <laughs> totally lied. I'm a terrible person. Yeah. But oh moving on. <laughs> Rapid fire. Rapid fire. It ha- That's why it's out there. We it's all do there. it. We all do it. Uh-huh. All right. Last question. Brandon Stansel, final four. Uh, fourth question. Um, what situations make you feel the most awkward? And why? Uh, I th- oh, hands down, red carpets and parties where I don't know anybody, because yeah. red carpets are awful, and um, parties where like you walk in and like you you know you feel like you have to be there or like you need to be there for a second um they're just i feel so awkward there's a moment of awkwardness no there's a whole night (laughs) (laughs) never goes away no no that's constant awkwardness steady steady. (laughs) it's just a steady stream so take a take a take a date to take a date date. do something take a volume take anything <laughs> take, take whatever you can get your hands take, on take whatever you can get your hands on uh, um yeah man. but well it's been a pleasure buddy yes I, thanks I, for having I me i really appreciate you taking the time to come over here so happy to be here. and blue and sky our dogs have been out back hollering and hooting and, i know and Just, having a ball if so. i can be completely honest being complete burdens <laughs> <laughs> but they've been troopers they've allowed us to Come in here and hang out. Um, so, I, man, I love you, buddy. I yeah, appreciate it. I wish too. you the best. For, I, you know, thank it's you. Been, again, we started with it. We were super grateful. My mom and I got to hang out with you last week. I'm glad you got to come. It was very come. special. It was a fun and night. It means a lot you came by today. So Thanks for having me. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Y-Lab. Uh, again, I'm your host, Michael Flowers, and I have had Brandon Stansel over today. So thanks for tuning in. My love. <laughs> <laughs>